It's that Harlem night, ayy. Gonna turn it up, please. I'm Harlem nights. Gonna turn it up, please. I done fell in love with Party at the bodega. What up, everybody? This is your man, Benz. Pharrell with Thinking Out Loud. What's up? Salute, salam. That's that Harlem thing. I hope everybody's doing well tonight. For real. All right. What about us? Chicago residents push back against migrant site. A migrant site as construction gets underway. All right. They're constructing some type of facility for the migrants. I told you this is going to be a big problem. And then they're being very mis, uh, like, very mysterious about it. After months of pushback from the community members, a migrant encampment on Chicago's, Chicago's south side is becoming a reality. Residents who live near the 115th and Halstead say construction has been ramping up over the last several days. Yet... Officials have not been forthcoming about the details. News sources has asked for but not have received a project timeline from the office of Mayor Brandon Johnson. On Sunday night, a spokesperson for the mayor told news sources the site appears viable and the intention is to stand up a base camp on the site. The officials also said the city is performing work on the site to confirm the underlying infrastructure's viability before initiating construction. <laughs> on Sunday afternoon, news sources drove to the encampment site to film the progress, but it was something construction crews were quick to cover up behind a newly installed chain link fence that surrounds a once bustling grocery store. There is no denying that movement was being made. Mounds of dirt are on site, along with construction equipment and crew members. I heard they were out until 1 o'clock in the morning, said Anita Kane, community member. However, the work being completed Sunday wasn't visible for long. Within 15 minutes of news sources arriving there, a Department of Water Management truck was positioned directly in front of our crew's camera and tripod, seemingly to obstruct the view. That's not all. Workers then lined the chain link fence with a black privacy screen. Now, those passing by cannot even see into the lot. As a taxpayer, it makes me feel horrible. We have a corrupt system. They are not listening to the people, said um, Kane, the community leader. Residents, including Kane, have been speaking out against the encampment since the very start. The temperature control facility is expected to be built by Garda World Federal Services. The lot formerly housed a Jewel Osco. It borders the city's Roseland, Morgan Park, and West Pullman neighborhoods. So now I'm looking as a single mom. What about us, said Jaquita Vaughn. Mrs. Vaughn is a single mother of four children who attend school in the neighborhood, like Kane. Vaughn's concern stems from a lack of resources for the residents. How about something for the kids, the community, but instead this is the first thing you want to do, build a tent city, said Ms. Vaughn. City officials are adamant that a mixed-use housing development, Morgan Park Commons, which is planned for the same site, will go off without a hitch next fall. But neighbors said they're losing hope. I don't believe it if it happens. It won't be for us, said Kane. The developer 
Far South Community Development Corporation also maintains that they will still break ground on schedule. At the conclusion of the base camp mission, the city intends to transfer ownership of the site to a local community development corporation and fully provide support for the development of affordable housing and retail space on the site, a city spokesperson told news sources on Sunday. Meanwhile, community activist Patrick Gibbons says he is turning up the heat. What we want to do is we want to file an injunction against the city of Chicago, said Mr. Gibbons. Gibbons says he hopes to take legal action by Thanksgiving. The mayor's office should be more transparent, and there's a lack of communication all the way around across the board, said Mr. Gibbons. News sources asked the mayor's office when the encampment will be operational. However, that question went unanswered. We also contacted Alz Ronnie Mosley, 21st Ward, to see if he would share some more details, but news sources did not immediately hear back. All right? This has been a problem. This has been a problem for a long time. Chicago residents push back against migrants' site as construction gets underway, you know? After months of pushback from the community members, a migrant encampment on Chicago's south side is becoming a reality, y'all. Residents whoever, who, who live near the 115 in Halstead say construction has been ramping up over the last couple of days. Yet, officials have not been forthcoming about the information, the details about this construction. New sources have asked for uh, the news sources like Fox 32 Chicago and other news sources, ABC, NBC News, they've all been asking but not have received a projected timeline from the office of the mayor, Brandon Johnson. That's the mayor of Chicago. On Sunday night, a spokesperson from the mayor told news sources the site appears viable and the intention is to stand up a base camp on the site. The official also says the city is performing work on the site to confirm the underlying infrastructure viability before initiating construction, which sounds like a lie. All right. They're covering it up. All right. If that's what they're really doing, they wouldn't be covering shit. All right. It would be some pissed off goddamn construction workers trying to hurry up and go home. So, you know, why are you covering it up? So. Yeah, man, they're playing with the community people. I guess they're trying to push you out. I guess I guess the truth is, the truth, I know the truth. They're trying to make uh, you black people second-class citizens. That is the goddamn truth. And they're making these migrants come into work, you know. There's a lot of, um, how you say it? I wouldn't call it speculations, but it's more like, uh, these people that's coming into the country, these migrants, they will, they get, they will take any type of money and work for free, damn near. They'll take four dollars an hour if they could. All right, so I guess they're doing something behind closed doors. These politicians. A Carrollton mother accused of stabbing her husband, and then, excuse me, driving her car with the kids inside into a pond. Carrollton, Texas. 
Police said the Carrollton mother is accused of stabbing her husband Friday morning and then driving her car into a pond with the kids inside of the car. Carrollton police were called to a home on Tall Night Lane just before 8 in the morning by a man claiming that he had been stabbed by his wife. He was taken to the hospital where he's expected to survive. People who live in the neighborhood said they are shocked and saddened that this happened on their usually quiet neighborhood. Neighbors said that they heard a, a lot of yelling and screaming before the stabbing happened. Minutes after police responded to the stabbing, Louisville police officer were called to a vehicle that had been driven into a retention pond off a Hebron Parkway. Mm -hmm. Inside the vehicle, police found a woman, later confirmed to be the wife of the stabbed man, and three children, ages 8, 9, and 12. Louisville police and firefighters were able to pull a woman and two of the children from the vehicle. A third child was able to free themselves. One child was resuscitated at the scene by the Louisville police officer. Another was revived on the way to the hospital by the Louisville paramedics. All four was taken to the hospital where one child is in critical condition and the two other children are stable, according to the police. People who saw the rescue say they are thankful that the children survived. Oh, my heart sank. I have children. I have grandchildren. So I'm very sensitive to that, said Adriana Luganis, who lives nearby. Adriana Luganis I don't know how you say her name. Deep tire tracks are still visible, showing the vehicle's path into the pond. She had to be going really fast. She had to be going more than 20 to 30 miles per hour. Those are pretty deep, Mrs. Lugunis stated. What kind of toll is gonna take is going to take on the long one? On the children, I guess she's talking about. What kind of toll is that going to take on the long run? That was a question from Mrs. Lugunis. How long? they were under it's unclear what led to this police are continuing their investigation to try and find out what happened carrollton police identified the suspect as we foon young ong we foon she is charged with one count of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon resulting in serious bodily injury and three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon Mrs. Ong is currently in custody at the Carrollton Police Department and will be transferred to the Denton County Detention Center. All right, there you go. Another one, another domestic violence, all right? See what I'm saying? It goes both ways. Sometimes one, uh, it'd be a gender war. It'd be a straight up gender war. Uh, Sometimes the ladies be trying to say, oh, the men are crazy. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to behave. The men are fucked up. They'll try to put it on the men. And sometimes the men do it too. Oh, the women are fucked up. And me, I'm, I won't do, never say no shit like that. We all are fucked up, all right? That's what I will say because that's the truth, all right? It's a war between good and bad. Like I always say, it's a war between good and bad, all right? And my got in my dog going Dr. Umar voice. It's a it's a war between good and bad. All right, opposites attract. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes a good person wants to be with a very 
on no live wire type of person and stuff like that. And then most of the time we are oblivious to that type of, you know, what we looking for in the mate. You see what I'm saying? So the domestic violence and the domestic dispute, I hate when it gets out of control. I don't like it. I don't want nobody to get in trouble. I don't want nobody getting hurt. All right? I don't like it. All right? That's why I went out my way to tell you my story and tell you how I feel and tell you my perspective on things because I believe that nobody don't have to get hurt, especially when you get into an argument with your significant other. All right? So there is ways, especially for a man, all right? Now, if you're a soft little man and you don't, you can't get out of the house and you're scared to be out there in the streets and you're scared to leave her alone so she can have some time for herself so she can recoup and figure out and re, you know, evaluate her situation. If you're one of those guys, go sit in the car. If you can't sit in the car, talk to somebody. Call somebody. They got so many hotlines for you to have a conversation. And then you might need a mediator between the two of y'all if you can't get to a resolution between the two of y'all. Like I said, me, I leave. I'm a bounce. That's not the, that's easy to say, but it's hard to do. Right? Because sometimes females will jump in front of the door like, oh, where you trying to go and all that. They want the, they want the fight to continue. Some women are toxic. They are just toxic. And that is just, that's just the truth. Some women, they like physical confrontation, which is sad. But there's women that are like that, all right? There's women that wants a man to fight on their behalf and stuff. They light up fires and they expect a man to freaking put it out, all right? If you get what I'm saying. So, in this case, Mrs. Ong... Stabbed the shit out of her husband. I don't know what the fight was between. I don't know what she was upset about. I don't know if she wants some new dick. I don't know what it is. I don't know. It could be that. She's probably open-minded and her husband is not open-minded. Something set her off, all right? And what I'm trying to do here is come to the conclusion. I'm trying to help open other people's minds when they get into a situation similar to this, all right? I don't want you to get stabbed, gentlemen. I don't need that in my life. I need you to come to a resolution, all right? Some, some people, some people want to explore something out of their marriage, and I understand that. But some people are irrational, all right? She might want some new dick, and you probably would say, okay, you could get you some new dick. I got a little girlfriend, and she probably won't accept that, all right? We got people that's narrow-minded like that. So you see what I'm saying? Uh, marriage is very disturbing, and it could get very ugly, especially financially, all right? That's a problem. Matter of fact, the other day, me and uh, another lady was talking about marriage, and I believe marriage, American, the Western civilization of marriage, I believe it's mental slavery. That's what I really believe, all right? All right? The only marriage that I believe is if you get a woman pregnant. That's the only marriage that I could actually say that's real. But the paper certificate you write in a marriage and all that, I don't believe in it. It's, 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 it's more business than anything, all right? Because when you 
guys, uh, when you guys do the, uh, how you call it, the annulment, when you divorce, when you guys divorce, things get real out of whack. Everything get fucked up. Sometimes you have to start your life all over again. You're going to have to create a whole new program, which is very despairing and it's bad for everybody, you know? And then the judicial, the judicial system is unfair, especially to men, all right? The, the women gets away with a lot of shit. There's some, some guys work so hard to get their property, and it's taken away from the woman. You see what I'm saying? Things like that happen in the judicial system, which is very unfair, all right? So, and then, like I said, it's a fight between good and evil. All right. Some men just don't want to get married. Like me, I I, I, don't, I I really don't care about marriage. I don't like when a woman start talking marriage with me. I'm a, I start looking at her like she done lost her mind. I'm like motherfucker, I ain't trying to get married. What's up with you, man? Like nah, nigga, I'm not doing no bank. Uh, a joint accountant with you. For what? We don't even own an establishment. We don't have no restaurant. Why the fuck you want a goddamn joint account? No, I'm not going to do that. You know, I got into a fight with a female who wanted a joint account with me. And I told her, hell no. Nah. She got very upset. And I said, I don't give a fuck. Bye. If, you, if you're that upset, you can leave. We don't have to be together. You know? You see what I'm saying? I'm not going to do no joint account with you. You don't have to worry about my money and finances and shit like that. We're not even that serious. We're just dating a little bit. In which I'm very, like, considering the fact not to be dating you right now. I'm not feeling that right now. All right? So, you know, we're in a day of time, especially in the Western civilization, where... You know, being in a relationship is very difficult because everybody wants liberty and freedom and shit like that. Everybody's not willing to compromise, all right? And I understand that, ladies and gentlemen. But if you truly love somebody and y'all got something going on together and you and your significant other is working to the point where y'all just make magic together, then... Me, myself, if I even find some, a woman like that, yes, I'm willing to compromise. Because me and her make magic together and we create business together. My entrepreneur, she makes me better. I make her better. Then that's something I will definitely compromise. But if there ain't nothing going on and I'm miserable, she's miserable, guess what? I'm out. I'm leaving. Bye. No, we don't have to be, talk about no marriage. I'm not. Like, if you know that you're dating a girl, gentlemen. Listen to me carefully. If you're dating a girl and you see that things are not really working and things are not, you're not doing any better, things are just bad, there's no need to have a conversation about marriage. Leave that out the window. Just no. Fuck no. And if the woman is fighting with you to get married, that means she's trying to play. She got an ulterior motive. All right? So, since I break that down... Hope you gentlemen understand everything that I say, especially the ladies, all right? I'll be feeling bad for the ladies because you got guys that like to beat on women 
And you know what I'm saying? And I don't like that. That's stupid. And that makes me feel like you really do got a small dick. Nigga, you fighting a fucking female. You's a bitch ass, nigga. I don't give a fuck what you say. Anyway, we're going to keep it moving along with some more debauchery news. This is your man, Ben Sparrow. We're thinking out loud. And this is what we do over here in this platform. We think and we think out loud. God damn it. Let's keep it moving. All right. American Airlines passenger ordered to pay a huge restitution after forcing a flight to be diverted. The woman will not be allowed to fly on commercial aircraft without prior approval Approval for three months. It's my jaws. I'm trying to hold my jaws. It's kind of hurt, hurting. A Hawaii woman has been ordered to pay nearly $40,000 in restitution to American Airlines after authorities say she threatened staff and fellow passengers on board and forced a flight to Hawaii to return to Phoenix, Arizona, according to a press release from the United States District's Attorney's Office, District of Arizona. On Tuesday, United States District Judge Suzanne M. Bronakovich Bronovich, I can't say her name, Bronovich, Suzanne M. Bronovich, District Judge, uh, ordered a 29-year-old Kayla Ferris to pay $38,952 in restitution to American Airlines for delay-related costs due to her actions. In addition, the allegedly unruly passenger was given a time-served sentence of three and a half months plus three months of supervised probation. During her term of supervised release, Ferris will not be permitted to travel by commercial aircraft without prior approval. On September 12th, Ferris pleaded guilty to interference with a flight crew member. Authorities said that the Hawaiian native boarded an American Airlines flight from Phoenix, Arizona to Honolulu, Hawaii on February 13th. 2022. During that flight, Ferris allegedly used profanity and threatened the flight crew and passengers on board. Due to her uncontrollable behavior, the flight crew was unable to continue their duties, which led the captain ultimately decided to turn the plane back to Phoenix. The disturbance also caused several flights to be rerouted to Hawaii. The FBI and the Phoenix Police Department conducted the investigation in this case. All right, so American Airlines did not immediately respond to Fox, or I mean, I'm sorry, news sources for requests for comment. Yeah, this happens all the time. Unruly passengers, flights, bad combination, piss off a lot of uh, a lot of commuters because you know they got things to do and then when things like that happen it costs a lot of money my my business when i'm on a flight i all i'm trying to do is get to my destination i don't want no issues with nobody i don't want no problems all right i just want to get to my destination all right i'm already uneasy when i'm like thirty thousand feet in the air i don't need an unruly person to be acting up all right if you're unruly and you have a mental situation going on in your life, you need not to be in an aircraft, all right? You need to get yourself in order. Please do everybody a favor, all right? Some people just 
I don't know, seek attention. Some people are just attention whores. They just want attention. You see what I'm saying? So people are just very unpredictable, like I say, all the time. All right? If you follow my podcast, you know that I say this all the time. People are very unpredictable. And dealing with people is very excruciating. It's worse than dealing with... um, People are worse than animals, if you ask me, because people are unpredictable and stuff. And then they play mind games. They play word games just to get things to go their way. All right. You know, that's why a lot of these FBI field agents and police officers and law enforcement and all types of agencies that deal with the public and public servants, they all take psychiatry. In college, I took it in in college. When I went to college, I took psychiatric courses because people are very difficult to deal with. So you got to know how to deal with them. You see what I'm saying? I know exactly what to say to a person, especially when they want to be unruly and they want to play mind games. That's what people love to do. They like to play mind games to fuck with you, to make things go their way. They're trying to change the narrative, all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Me, I don't play games with people, all right? I don't even like people that much. Yes, I'm a very sociable person, and I'm good at it, but that doesn't mean I like it, all right? I like to cook, but I don't like cooking, all right? I'm one of those types of people. You know what I'm saying? I'm good at certain things. I make it look good. I make it sound good. I make it taste good. But there's things I like to do. There's things I don't like to do. And one thing I don't like to do is deal with people because people make me sick. All right? Yes, I have to tell you the truth. But I know how to control my anger. I know how to deal with people. All right? Some people like attention. So, you know, I'm a good researcher. I will research your ass and throw the most despicable shit that you've done in your life right in your face just to make you shut the hell up. That's what I do, all right? Some people like to bother people. Some people are scornful. Some women are scornful because they had a broke relationship. Now they're very spiteful. Human beings running around the goddamn city and shit like that. We don't need that in our lives, all right? So this lady got to pay damn near $40,000 of restitution for being dis, uh, deliberately being disturbing, uh, causing a disturbance in the flight and stuff, you know, which caused a shitload of problems, I'm telling you. It caused a whole bunch of problems. And then a lot of people had to probably come out of pocket just because of that situation because the plane returned back to Phoenix so just think about how much problem that caused for the other passengers. They're supposed to go back home to Hawaii, Honolulu. Somebody probably lost their job because of this interference, because of this lady. So she probably caused a lot of damage. You see what I'm saying? And then a lot of, of, lot of the um, um, people that was on board, the customers, they probably was fighting with the airlines to get their money back because they... You you inconvenience so many people in the airline. So when a plane diverts back and then doesn't go to their um, destination, that means you disrupted a lot of plans that was supposed to happen. You disrupted a lot of things. So 
You know what I'm saying? Can't get mad that you got to pay that $40,000 restitution because I'm pretty sure the airline lost a ton of, excuse me, lost a ton of money because of your um, behavior, lady. So you need to calm that shit down, all right? Hope, hopefully this is a valuable lesson to you. Anyway, I'm going to cut this apple pie short and sweet. This is your man, Ben's Forever Thinking Out Loud, all right? Uh, follow me on Instagram, and you can follow me on TikTok. All you got to do is type in the search engine, Box Benji. That is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. B as in Bob, ladies and gentlemen. B as in Bob. Sometimes I curse, sometimes I use profanities. But it's in a positive way, all right? I just need you to listen to what I say, goddammit. And I need you to pay attention and understand. Transparency is my biggest ulterior motives when it comes to this doggone podcast, all right, this is thinking out loud. I'm gonna talk to you later. Peace.